0: Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Uh, Fellas, it's a very important day today um, as a female and I know you two have very significant females in your life. uh, So it's important that we talk about it. Today is World Ovarian Cancer Day. And the statistics around ovarian cancer are absolutely harrowing. Every eight hours an Australian woman will die from ovarian cancer. It's not talked about enough. There is no early detection test and today is a really important day that we raise awareness and we discuss this insidious disease. Um, So we have two very special guests in the studio with us this morning and I, I really urge you to give all of your attention to what these two beautiful women have to say.
1: Leanne Flynn and her daughter, Laura, join us. Um, Good morning, ladies. Morning, guys. It's lovely to see you, Leanne. Um, We met many years ago. um, By way of background, um, both Lauren and myself are proud ambassadors for the Ovarian Cancer Research Foundation. Um, And we met in, I mean, difficult circumstances because you'd just been diagnosed with one of the most insidious cancers you can get. How are you today?
2: Um, Well, that was six years ago. I've actually just passed my six-year cancerversary and I'm grateful to still be here. With the shocking statistics, um, the survival rate to five years is extremely low. So it has been a hard six years and I've been pretty much in constant treatment for that whole time.
0: Leanne, can I ask, um, when you first got diagnosed with ovarian cancer, because it is such a silent disease,
2: what made you go to get checked up? What, what was going on for you? I was 49 at the time. I was running every day, uh, going to the gym, doing Pilates and I felt great. Uh, the only thing I noticed was some slight bloating. I just thought, well, I'm 49 It's probably menopause. I didn't think much of it. A couple of months later, though, I started noticing that I needed to urinate more frequently. Uh I'd go for a run. I was needing to stop and go to the toilet all the time. And I thought then okay, I've had three children. This is probably some women's problem. Uh uh Um, I went to my GP. She agreed with me because I was so healthy. Uh Um, But thankfully, she sent me for an ultrasound and a blood test. And after that, uh, I discovered that I had really large tumours growing. I was riddled with cancer. um, And my whole life just changed from that point.
1: Striking thing about Leanne and her kids and her husband, uh, Justin, is that The first thing they will say to you when you see them is, how are you?
3: Yeah. 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 Their
1: first concern is for other people. And and I've never heard, Leanne, through your six-year battle, Mm. you complain. Um, How do you do it?
2: I don't know. I I try to keep it in perspective. I try not to focus on feeling sorry for myself and my family. There are days... uh, I'm not a saint, where I am, why me, why us? Mm. Um, I would be lying if I didn't say there were moments where I just felt robbed of the best years of my life.
3: Is there anger sometimes?
2: Um, A little bit of anger that there was no early detection test. Um, Yeah, right. That if there had been, and I'd been found in the earlier stages, none of this would have happened. I have so many women say to me, but why didn't you get the tested for it thinking that the pap smear will think that's what a lot of women think but that's not the case I was up to date with all of the available scans Mm. so even though I had the ultrasound and they could see the the massive tumors they still couldn't formally diagnose me until I went underwent really invasive surgery to confirm that it was ovarian cancer and to tell me what stage I was at. Leanne you're you're a huge
0: campaigner for research um understandably, I imagine that it's not easy to talk about, yet you're constantly pushing this message.
2: Why is that? Once I discovered how lethal ovarian cancer was and how little there was known about it, Mm. um, I just felt like this is my mission. Mm -hmm. While I'm here, while I can do it, I want to raise awareness. I would love to see an early detection test while I'm still alive. To make a difference. I don't want to be a victim to this disease. Uh, I always say I'm living with ovarian cancer rather than dying with ovarian mm. cancer.
3: Just watching, Laura, yours, your daughter's face, you must be so proud.
2: Oh, so proud. Mm-hmm so proud i think what an
3: attitude
2: yeah like. i know like she's such an inspiration to not only me but to so many women and i obviously see her every day and she goes through a lot yet every day she's so positive and she's so strong mm.
0: okay this morning we are joined by leanne and her beautiful daughter laura talking about an important day world ovarian cancer day we'll continue this chat and how you can donate we're talking about World Ovarian Cancer Day. Um, I said this earlier, but it's just harrowing the statistics around it. Every it's eight hours, an Australian woman will die from ovarian cancer. It's not talked about enough, uh, but we're doing our bit now to have this really difficult conversation. Um, and this morning we're joined by Leanne Flynn, who has been battling ovarian cancer for six years, and her beautiful daughter, Laura, one of one of three gorgeous daughters. But, Leanne, I know
2: you're the one doing the treatment, but but you're... whole family is battling this disease. Yes, and it's not just a family, it's a community. Like, I have so many friends who are just on board with me too. The overwhelming support I receive from people worldwide has been
3: unbelievable. Just on your family, I know Clint had an issue with uh, Justin, your husband, because you did a charity ride, didn't you? And Clint said he was always up the bloody front. <laughs> yeah. he, goes, he was always up the front. He's a... the fittest. He is. <laughs> the he most is. handsome.
2: <laughs> the strongest. He's a good looking roaster.
0: We'll
2: um, be loving this.
1: <laughs> one of the reasons I got involved in OCRF was because of my dear friend Mandy Herbert, who you um, had the privilege of meeting. Uh, on quite a few occasions. One of the most confronting things Mandy told me was um, about having to plan her own funeral Mm. and talking about the mortality rate of this cancer, right? Um, How do you deal with that, Leanne? Because it's something that I... I, I, Her speaking so freely about that is something that um, I will never forget.
2: I had to actually have that horrible... um conversation last year, they told me that I had days to a week to live. And they called a family meeting and we all had to discuss it. Um, And so uh, they deemed me end of life. So I was allowed to see all my family and friends. So Justin, as he Mm. is the whiz, he made a roster. And I had everyone coming in and seeing me, which was actually really valuable time I got to spend with people. Uh, But yes, we also had a lady come in and we planned my funeral. Um, But somehow each day I slowly got better and I feel this year in particular has been a gift. This because is the, yeah. the roller coaster I of was this. Not meant <gasps> to be
1: here horrible yeah. horrible disease which mm. by the way, when m- most women are diagnosed, you know it's just it's too late yeah and it shouldn't be happening, which is why the OCRF in conjunction with witchery, and the White Shirt Campaign on this very day are fighting to raise money to find an early detection test.
3: It's important to mention 100% of... um, Absolutely. 100% of the money from the White Shirts at Witchery go towards research.
2: Yes, and Witchery have been incredible. I have never met such a committed and generous company. They can not do enough for me, and when I meet with their team who work on the White Shirt Campaign, I can see they're all... Completely 100% invested in this early detection test and making a difference.
1: Laura, do you sit back and just think, okay. how lucky am I to have a mum? Like, you Because I, I mean.
2: I am really lucky. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. That's all relationships. <laughs> Got to keep it real. But um, I am really lucky. Mum is my best friend. We get along so well. Yep. We do tell each other everything and we are really close.
3: Yeah. Well, 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 well. What would be the message you would like people to take away who are listening in their cars right now, this morning?
2: Well, I think the the problem with ovarian cancer is it, it's just not talked about enough yep. and people don't know enough about it. And so it becomes this silent killer. We need serious government money. Yep. We need ongoing funding, not just an occasional donation to make a difference.
3: Unfortunately, we've got this thing in this country where we sort of shy away from... Things we don't know much about.
2: Yes, we try yes. and
3: ignore the problem.
2: So we yeah. need to change that. It yeah. needs
1: to become known. Which is why somebody like Leanne championing yeah. a cause that is killing her mm. is so extraordinary. And uh-huh. um, I mean, I guess on behalf of all the the women in our lives, our grandparents, you know, my nan, my sister, my mum. Hopefully, one day my wife. Um,
3: thank you. No. for everything you are doing and have mm. done.
2: Oh, there you are. you're welcome. I just I just hope it's enough to make a difference.
3: And if you are listening in the car this morning, get out to Witchery, buy a white shirt today. Uh, the money is going to such a good cause. Ladies. I mean,
0: you're an extraordinary woman, Leanne. Yeah. You've got an extraordinary family. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thanks for having us. And we hope yeah. to see you again soon. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more
1: great content, check them out on socials at Jason and Lauren.